Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. Our bit today comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. And that says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Summertime, summertime, summertime. <laughs> right? Yes, friends, at long last, we are getting some serious summer weather. It's been hot and humid for the last few days and promises to be the same for the next few. Uh, I haven't turned off my AC in days now, and the Duchess has not complained. Whoa! That means it must be really hot, or she's just showing true love by considering my feelings more than hers. Whatever the reason, though, I do appreciate it, since it causes less less disagreements between us. And that brings me to these awesome words of Cousin Saul, writing as the preacher. He says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Yes, friends, he's telling us that Almighty God has a sovereign design behind all events of life. And this we can see read and understand from that famous passage of Paul to the Romans, one that we all like to quote, but don't truly believe, or at least act like we truly believe it. The scripture says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose, And that comes from Romans 8, 28. And in the good times, you know what happens? Those words fall from our lips like honey. But when the rough times show up, we banish them from our memory. But as another wise man, Job said to his wife, when calamity befell them, what shall we receive or accept good at the hand of God? And shall we not receive evil or accept calamity? And that's taken from Job 2, 10. Now, that's the dilemma that we believers face, expecting good, but knowing that calamity can and most likely will happen, but nonetheless, not blaming God and believing that he will eventually work everything out for our good in the end. It's not an easy thing to do, especially in these unprecedented times we are currently experiencing. But here are a couple of scriptures that might possibly help us to bear up under the pressure. This first one comes from Paul to his young protege, Timothy. He reminds him of God who had saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who had abolished death and had brought life 
and immortality to light through the gospel. And that's taken from 2 Timothy 1, verses 9 to 10. Yes, friends, we need to understand that we are not here for our purposes, but for God's. And whatever he allows in our lives has a good reason behind it, whether it's to test us or to grow our faith. Remember, our God doesn't go around willy-nilly, you know, or without a purpose like so many of us do. But he has a reason for every move he makes. And if we have surrendered our lives to him, then it is expected that we bear up under any strain that manifests itself in our lives. Remember, too, that he gives us more. He never gives us more than we can bear. And with every temptation, gives us the wherewithal to face it or get away from it. And the next scripture comes from James. That's Jesus' brother, as he reminds us of the need for patience in our, our affliction. He encourages us to be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman or farmer waited for the precious fruit of the earth and had long patience for it until he received the early and latter rain. Be also patient, establish or establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh, or it draws near. And that is taken from James 5, 7 to 8. Oh, my people, patience, patience. We need it so badly in these trying and exasperating times. And it's one fruit of the Spirit that can only be achieved by going through unpleasant stuff. But please, don't allow those unpleasant times to cripple us or get us downhearted and ready to give up. We need to remember all those wonderful promises of the Lord to look forward to if we endure until the end. And no, it's not easy working and living for Jesus because neither Jesus himself nor any of his prophets and major workers had it easy. So why do we think we should have it easier? Because we live in a world of ease and wonderful amenities? No, that doesn't make a difference because the world is still full of evil and sin and our job is to try and reduce those negative aspects by showing others the wisdom of accepting Jesus by living a life that's pleasing to him. And that most definitely includes rolling with the bad times as well as with the good. Army people, our God has provided us with all we need to do his earthly work. So it's not as if we don't have the tools or the wherewithal to do it. What we need is to use those tools, use them often, for like everything, practice makes perfect. Look at how we study and work hard to make our way in this earthly life. No? It's the same way we need to study and work hard to make our way in the kingdom of God. And that brings us back to where we began with the words of Cousin Saul as he warns 
that there is a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. And that comes from Ecclesiastes 1.8. Yes, friends, a time for everything does exist. Although I don't know how to characterize these present times. But please note that the time to hate means to withdraw from intimacy and should not always be taken in an absolute sense. And I sincerely hope that these few words <laughs> have provided some much-needed encouragement, renewed our strength, and boosted our faith in Almighty God. So now let's go home declaring, right, I spell declaring right. Let's go home declaring our Tuesday mantra, telling the whole world who and whose we are. As one strong voice, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. Amen. <laughs> and if those words sincerely came from our hearts, then we now need to go out and share that amazing love and friendship of Christ with the many others who don't know him, but so badly need him. Much love, my people. And the postscript for today says, patience, the virtue that all the others need to work properly. And that's the gospel truth, friends. Without patience, none of the other fruit of the Spirit can work properly. So please, let's settle down and decide to read and study and get the word inside of us so that we can develop patience and all the other fruit of the Spirit, and live the life that Jesus expects of us. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day. Much love.